I just looked down and I was probably like two minutes into recording and it was really awesome. I was so excited. And then I saw that I wasn't actually recording. So that was a dry run that apparently needed to happen. Um, Hello friends, it's Carly and welcome to another episode of the I Learned Podcast. This is the hundredth episode. A hundred times I pressed record and pressed publish. Do you, oh my God, what, what? Like I'm over here patting myself on the back because I can remember the literal terror, like the heart pounding terror of recording that first episode. And it was very aptly titled go for it because that's what I did. I felt not ready at all. And I pushed record anyway, because I knew that if I let my readiness drive the boat, I just would never feel ready enough. And I was tired of not feeling ready. I was ready to just do the thing and maybe it wasn't going to be perfect, but it would be you know, like real is better than perfect. And that's my done is better than perfect. Um, that's my opinion. You know, not everybody shares that viewpoint, but for me, I just got so bored with being too scared to do the thing. And so I was like tired of being bored. So here, let's just, let's just do it. And maybe it'll be awful and maybe it'll be whatever it's supposed to be, you know? And I still remember the literal exhilaration, it matched the power of the terror I had been feeling before, during and afterwards, after that first episode, the way I felt, it was like euphoric. Like one of the the few moments that I would point to in my life where I felt euphoric. I was in euphoria. This is bliss. This is total bliss. Like deep soul level satisfaction. That's what gives rise to euphoria. It's like you are in, it's like the extreme version of right place, right time, right place, right time, right place. Meaning just having recorded my first podcast episode, I did it. I did it. And that feeling of, I had been so scared and yet here I was standing on the other side of it. Euphoria, literal euphoria. And to be here, <laughs> to be here at the hundredth episode, um, is just like, it's hard to believe from kind of my old self, if you want to call it that, like, like old Carly would say like, wow, like a hundred episodes, like that's really hard to believe like that I'm here already. It feels like just such a blink of an eye that all of this went by, but the wisdom that I'm working towards grounding into in this whole concept of choosing to relax, like the way I choose to relax, the way I choose to let go, which is kind of what you have to do if you want to relax, like to relax your muscles, you have to stop hanging on to whatever it is that you're hanging on to. And for me, a lot of times it's control, um, and needing things to go a certain way, like 
you know, wanting to be the one that gets to say like, it should go like this. And then we'll talk to this person and then I'll do this. And then you'll do this. Like I can get so lost in the details and planning the details. And I notice when I'm doing that, when I'm pointing my finger and making demands of other people and other life, life forms and all of that, it's like, I can feel the clench starting like I can feel like at a certain point, I'll notice that my shoulders are tight. Like I can feel them like hunched up and like up by my ears and maybe the back of my neck is starting to get tight. Like I can feel the tension in my body and that's what will alert me to what is this tension? Like, what is this stress in my system? And does it need to be here? Or could I choose to relax? And when I say choose to relax, I mean, like basically do a 13 second mindfulness meditation. <laughs> like basically the moment I just had, I'm standing there making my coffee and I was, I had the, the instant coffee or whatever, and I was waiting for the water to start so that it would like fall on the instant coffee and start melting it. And I was waiting there for maybe three seconds, maybe three that I'm like holding the spoon and the water's like making the noise, but it's not coming out yet. And I felt myself tense. I felt myself like this isn't going fast enough. Hurry up and like start pushing and start tension, like tensing and tensing against what was happening which was that it was taking how long it was taking. And it's that quick and that simple to start fighting with reality. <laughs> like that's just a fucking fight. We're just never going to win. We're just never going to win because it's always going to be what it is. It's always going to take as long as it takes. Like nature goes in cycles. Like winter doesn't come to an end just because we want to throw a temper tantrum. No, winter is a cycle of going dormant and it takes a long, like a long time, quote unquote, depending on where you live, De the right, the perfect amount of time for that part of the planet to go dormant. It needs to be that way so that when the new life comes, it has all of the nutrients. It's whatever, all of that process is natural. The timing of the way life works is natural and it can be an instant of like, being impatient about the coffee water taking too long and we can start tensing up. Like that's how easy it is to find yourself in a moment of tension. And in those kinds of low stakes moments where all you're doing is making the coffee, like all you're doing is waiting for the light to turn green or like, you know, all your, it's, it's small. Like, I feel like those are the ones where it's easiest to practice choosing to relax. And again, to loop back to that, choosing to relax, like I'll take deep breaths. I'll pull my awareness back into like the center. Like I picture it like, like a thread or a very thick cord that goes through all of my chakras. And like, I leave my awareness in that thick cord and I move it from top to bottom just a couple of times to like really bring my awareness back inside of myself. And then I'll ask myself, like, is this something that you need to control? Is this something that is hurting you? Are you unsafe? right now. And that's why you need to exercise your willpower and your control power to get yourself into safety. Like this tension, this fight 
that comes out of us, like fight, flight, freeze, fawn, like fight is a response to feeling unsafe. And so when we start tensing, when we start fighting against the way reality is, I personally believe that it's coming from a, a trauma, a wound, an unhealed wound of some kind that is hurting and is sending signals through your body that right now you are not safe. And when I'm making the coffee and when I'm holding the spoon and I'm waiting on the coffee water and it's taking a millisecond longer than I personally think it should. And I start to get frustrated and impatient. Um, that is very much a perfect example of when I ask myself, do you need to control this? Are you unsafe in this moment? I can remind myself that I am in fact very safe, a hundred percent safe. Nothing has gone wrong here. Nothing is hurting me. Nothing is pressing on my survival. Nothing is attacking me in this moment. Nothing is threatening me in this moment. There is no threat. I am safe. And choosing to allow that in this moment, I am safe. And letting your body relax as a result of that safety. This is what I choose. This is what I chose when I'm making the coffee. I don't always remember. That's why I'm saying like, I think when you can practice noticing our tension, like in the moment and practicing reminding ourselves of our safety when it is a small situation allowing our bodies to relax when it is a low stakes moment where there is truly nothing going wrong. That sets us up. And this is the part where again, like still sometimes I forget and I don't wake up to the fact that I forgot until days later, weeks later, years later. Um, you just never know. Like, and again, that's part of, I'm safe in experiencing some moments of contrast. Like it's okay that I don't remember to like ground back into my center every single moment that I get freaked out. Like, like yesterday I was at a family like impromptu, a few of us met for lunch and they, there were two of them that were kind of like razzing me, like gave me a hard time and it flushed my face. I got hot all over my body. I was, I was definitely a little bit irritated with the both of them and just like them choosing to behave in that way and like making me the butt of the joke kind of thing. And it shut me down and I had no like ability to rise above any of that. I had no consciousness. I had no awareness. I was just mad and my face was hot. <laughs> like that's, I was embarrassed. I like just all of the things like that's just all it was. It was a moment of that where there was no like inner parent to sit with the inner child. The inner child was mad and embarrassed and alone in that moment. And it wasn't until this morning that I was kind of like going back to that moment and reflecting a little bit and seeing that like even now I can, I can take those feelings as far as like, that's, that's what happened in the moment. And I can, I can do the work now of I'm safe now. 
you know, even though they treated me that way. And even though it was like, you know, flicking my ego, like it just was annoying that they were doing that. And at any rate, I was still safe. I was, I was physically safe. I had myself, I had my own vehicle. I had a roof over my head. I had food to eat. Like I was still safe in the, in the basics of my personal animal safety and that like I can still do that soothing work after the fact is of great comfort to me because of this reality that we're just never going to be like totally aware all the time. Like sometimes there are situations that are higher stakes or maybe they're not like in the grand scheme of things, like them giving me a hard time, like it's hardly a world event, but it definitely triggered me. It definitely stepped on some old wounds. It activated history with each of the history that I personally have with each of them. Like it brought to the surface way more than just what happened in that moment. And the amount of emotional data that I had stirred up in my grid and by them doing that to me, by them doing what they did, I'll say, it was so overwhelming that I couldn't see clearly at all. I was just in this emotional pain and that was all it was. And so that is going to happen sometimes, you know, like that's the part where we grow into anchoring this one little moment at a time. And I'm grateful for the moment that I had at the coffee pot this morning that not only I could relax myself back into safety, thanks to that moment of impatience with that coffee water. And as I did that, as I relaxed into safety, I realized that yesterday at lunch, I didn't feel safe. I really didn't. And I, you know, my fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, like I definitely froze. I just kind of shut down and my face was hot and I didn't say anything. And like, that was just how I handled it. Um, and yeah, like sometimes we're just in our primal space. And then we come out of it on the other side and we kind of wake back up a little bit and we realize we're safe and we realize that we're grounded in a greater foundation than what we were realizing in that moment that we were feeling unsafe before. And we grant the safety to ourselves now that like, even if I wasn't safe in that moment yesterday at lunch, or I didn't feel safe, I feel safe now. I'm safe now in this moment. I'm safe to recount the unsafe moment from yesterday. I'm safe within myself and within my morning time space. That's just for me to explore the discomfort that I felt yesterday. I have the freedom and the space and the safety to get to do that for myself even though I couldn't do it in the moment, that's okay. It's really okay that like, even, even though I couldn't choose to relax, that option wasn't on the table yesterday at lunch. It was this morning when I was standing at the coffee pot and I noticed I was about to like start a fight with the coffee maker because it wasn't going fast enough. Like I noticed it then I became aware of my discomfort that time. And I was able to choose to relax my body, to come back into my body, 
to come back into my soul, which is also to say, to come back into a place of accepting that divine timing is real. Divine timing is real. Divine timing is the only kind of time that even is real, is divine timing. And what that means to me and what that means in my world and how that lets me relax is that I know for certain that I was supposed to stand at the coffee maker for three, three seconds. I was about to say three minutes. It was three seconds. It was like one banana, two banana, three banana. And it prompted all of this. I know, I know that that impatience served this higher purpose. Divine timing brought me to that three second long wait that created this wave of frustration that caused me to feel impatient, that allowed me to first relax my body in the right here, right now moment of standing there waiting to make my coffee. And it allowed me to retroactively offer myself safety from a moment of discomfort from yesterday. And now it's here, letting me be here with you and letting me choose to relax myself into this recording of this hundredth episode of this beautiful podcast that I swear has a life of its own. These messages act like bubbles of energy that exist in the cosmic atmosphere and they pop on those who are ready to hear them. They share themselves with those who are ready to hear them. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to witness the way that these messages find their ways to others. It's an honor to get to participate in this and it's an honor to be in moments of discomfort both the kinds that I'm able to wake myself up in the moment and the ones where I'm not both both kinds of discomfort serve they serve me and they just they serve the highest good of the all they serve to connect each of us more and more deeply into the power that we possess. The true power, I believe, is our ability to make choices. So in the moments when we can become aware that I'm feeling tense in this moment, I'm uncomfortable in this moment, my body is clenching in this moment, we get to choose. Do we want to spin in whatever we're clenching around or do we want to explore, are we actually safe in this moment? Right here, right now, is our safety actually being threatened other than what we're thinking and believing and telling ourselves? Is our safety actually being threatened? Am I actually safe and some old wound is responding to this tiny spike in frustration that I'm feeling right now and causing my body to feel like I'm actually under attack. I'm not under attack. I'm just a little frustrated. And just because my body might first interpret it that way and clench all up and try to protect me, I can choose to 
become aware that I actually am safe and I can choose to take those 10 seconds, those 15 seconds and pull my awareness back into the center of me. However, however you do that. I want to say just one little thing about this podcast having a life of its own, because when I first started this podcast, and I'm going to reminisce just a little bit since we're here on the hundredth episode. When I first started this podcast, I came up with the name I learned, uh, about a few weeks, I'm going to say like two or three weeks before I actually recorded the first episode and I had downloaded the anchor app even a couple weeks before I came up with the name I learned. Um, I wanted a name that I, that would grow with me. Like that's just a piece of who I am is that I just keep growing. And every time I grow, my form changes, my interests evolve. I leave old pieces of me behind. I move forward with other pieces that are brand new. And I'm like, I don't want to be too specific on the platform I use for this podcast because I don't want to outgrow it because I know I'm going to keep growing. So I need something that's going to grow with me. And eventually the title came to me. I learned because that's just what I keep doing. I learn things and then it changes who I am. And so I felt like I learned like that. That's going to be able to grow along with me. That's amazing. And so I took a giant sticky, like a two foot by three foot page sticky note. Um, it's got the sticky back. I've shared some pictures of this before. I use these in my office to do brainstorming and come up with ideas and that sort of thing. And so I took this page and if you've ever listened to my, my, uh, podcast on a podcasting platform, the logo for the podcast is a picture of the page that I'm about to describe. So I took this big page and I drew, I learned in the middle of it with like a thought bubble kind of thing around it. And I started writing in a little, little form, um, these like high level kind of bullet point pieces of things that I've learned of things that when I learned this, it changed who I was. It changed how my life experience is. It improved my life for the most part. Those are the stories that I tell are things that when I learned about this, my life got better. And so sharing those stories is basically what this podcast was always intended to be. And so one of the fears that I had around launching a podcast was that I was going to run out of ideas. I was going to make like five episodes and then I wouldn't be able to think of like what else to talk about, which at this point is just hilarious with, you know, looking at the long list of things. Um, but that was my fear. And so to become safe, to find safety amongst this fear, I worked it out to where, well, if I'm afraid of running out of content, then maybe I just don't start until I have what I feel like is enough momentum in generating ideas for content that I'm never going to, that's just never going to be what happens. I'm going to always have ideas of episodes I could make. And so that was my negotiation with myself. And so on that big sticky page, I just kept writing. Um, and it kind of became this thing where when the page is full, 
when I have this many ideas, it ended up being about 170 different ideas of things that I've learned that I could make a podcast about that I could tell the story of. Um, when the page is full, then I'll start making episodes. And the first episode was on a Sunday and it was actually the two year anniversary of the first episode was two days ago. So I've been making episodes for just over two years, which is yeah, amazing. Um, and so that was a Sunday, the day of the first episode. And in my morning time that morning, I completed the page. I finished filling in ideas of things that I had learned and the page was full. And I told myself, like, I don't have enough time right now to make the episode because I have to go to the store and like do my work today. And so when I came home, I got home, it was maybe like, I don't know, like four, five o'clock. And I had a couple beers because again, I was so nervous and I made my first episode and being on the other side of that was completely exhilarating to the point where the the very next morning I woke up and almost immediately made my second episode. And it was after the second episode that probably the worst vulnerability hangover that I had ever felt set in on me. And I wanted to delete both episodes. I wanted to delete the entire podcast. I wanted to like, just make it disappear. I was crawl like my skin was crawling with vulnerability termites of just like eating away at me. Like, how could you have done this? How could you have put yourself out there so transparently? Like what a fool you are. Like it was so rough, <laughs> the vulnerability hangover. And I had to, because I didn't want to like eat myself alive. I had to soothe myself out of that space. And that gave me the idea for episode number three, vulnerability hangovers. And I went and I started recording while I was still in the throes of that vulnerability hangover from starting the podcast. And it was in episode three where this entire venture completely shifted. I thought I was going to be making episodes about things that I had learned. That's why I called it I've learned or I learned. Um, past tense, ED learned. I already learned that. And the first two episodes were about things that I had learned previously and like what happened in the past when that happened. And episode three became here's what I'm still learning right now, because as I'm sitting here in this vulnerability hangover, there's only so much I can do for myself. It freaking hurts. It's making my skin crawl. <laughs> this fucking sucks. And there's only so much I can do for myself. So let me at least make a podcast because that makes me feel a little bit better that maybe I can get some good out of feeling this way. Like maybe somebody might hear it and maybe they're feeling in a similar way or have in the past and maybe they'll feel less alone knowing that other people feel stuff like this too. And so that act of making that third episode in that way of... I'm in the middle of struggling with this and I'm learning more about vulnerability hangovers and how to soothe vulnerability hangovers. And like, here's what I'm working on right now. And that 
turn, that turning point became the life force of this podcast where pretty much exclusively I'm talking about things that I'm learning right now. Things that I am in the process of teaching myself or studying this for myself, applying it for myself, practicing it for myself. And the episodes ended up being a mixture of like, here are the struggles that come from what I don't know yet. And here are the victories that come from what I'm learning and kind of just like documenting this process so that when I listen back to these last episodes, these hundred episodes now, over these two years, listening to the me I was like in those very first few episodes, like there's a lot that's, you know, I have in common with her, but at the same time, like I feel light years different compared to who I was when I very first started making the podcast and being able to look back at the span of the growth that I've moved through while making these episodes, like the fact that when I started the podcast, I thought it was one thing and almost immediately I realized it's not that at all. It's this other thing. It's for you to just get right out there naked in the middle of the stage with full-blown humility and say, here's what I'm struggling with. Here's the pain that I'm feeling and the things that I don't know yet. And here are the pieces that I'm figuring out along the way. And I don't know if I would have felt strong or safe enough to be able to make episodes like that right off the bat. I think I needed those first couple episodes. I needed that page of 170 ideas of things that I'd learned in the past. I needed that to feel safe in order to start. And then once I started, I found my way naturally to what was actually going to serve not only my highest good, but the highest good of the all. And so I think I say all of that as a way of kind of taking us full circle on this whole thing of choosing to relax, choosing to let go of control and be relaxed in the moment that you're in right now and be relaxed in not needing to know, maybe like relaxing into understanding that knowing would actually be worse, that by not knowing you've been spared. You've been spared from having to see the deep vulnerability that this journey will ask from you by, you know, you having this image in your mind of what you think it is. That image of like you not really fully understanding, like that image is beautiful. That image is what works for you in this moment. And that is not to be argued with. It's not to be fought with. Like when we're ready to know more, we'll know more. And like, I, I hear myself asking myself all the time in my mind, and this is very relaxing to me as I chuckle each time. It's like, you know how I know that it's supposed to take this long because it is, <laughs> because it is, are you really unsafe in this moment? Are you really being threatened? Are you okay? Do you have your breath? You know, do you, do you have the support of the earth under your feet and the gravitational pull holding you to it? Are you okay? Most of the time we are. Sometimes we're not, you know, and that's what this beautiful body is designed to communicate to us is any little sign that would endanger us and our survival. 
that's how deeply we care about ourselves and our survival. Like we are biologically programmed to care about keeping ourselves alive. It's natural to feel fear when your body is sensing danger, but being frustrated while that might set off the danger system in your body, it's just a coffee maker and it's just taking a second longer than you think it should. And it's probably taking the same amount of time that it always takes. And maybe this is just a moment that's here to help you have 13 seconds of mindfulness meditation, of having one moment where you deeply pull every ounce of your energy and awareness back into the center of you. You feel the deliciousness of being full of your own awareness. No matter what that coffee maker is doing in front of you, no matter what the light is doing in front of you, no matter what the person is doing in front of you. If you are safe, you can choose to relax. And we can, once we become aware of our attention, we can choose to ask ourselves if we're really safe. These are all choices. This is the power. This is the power that we do have, and this is how we exercise it. We make choices that support our inner peace because we choose to be peaceful. We choose to take advantage of every ounce of safety that's available to us so that we can choose every ounce of relaxation that we can. We choose. We choose to because we want that for ourselves. Dear friend, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here with me on this journey of these first hundred episodes. I personally see, I've had visions of the I Learned podcast where I'm recording like episode 4,328 and some shit. Like it's like thousands of episodes. I mean, these this is only the first two years. And these are the stories of the things that I've been learning for the last two years. And it's in my DNA to continue to expand and to continue to learn and to continue to find new ways that manage my pain even better. And as I learn, I share with you because this is my love language. (laughs) Teaching valuable nuggets of wisdom is how I show my love. So dear friend, I love you so much. May you take such good care of yourself and so will I.